Hey, so we're continuing stories of the prophets and today we're going to learn about the third prophet in line as mentioned in the Quran and he is Prophet Nuh salam. So Prophet Nuh salam was sent to bring his people back to truth and the straight path of Allah. His people were those who had first adopted idol worship. Nuh is classed as one of the great prophets and messengers from Allah and he preached to his people for 950 years. Only after Nuh had exhausted all manner of spreading the message to his people did the punishment of Allah come down on them, that is, the great flood. Nuh is so important that he is mentioned by name 42 times in the Quran and a total of 115 verses relate to him and his people. Okay, so his story begins in a misguided society. Alright, and the Quran says, And they worship other than Allah, that which neither harms them nor benefits them. And they say, These are our intercessors with Allah. Ibn Abbas states that idols were made from the time one of the descendants of Adam due to which some were turned away from Islam. For many generations, people had been worshipping statues they called gods. They believed that these gods would bring them good, protect them from evil and provide all their needs. They gave their idols names such as Wadan, Suwa'an, Yaguta, Ya'uta and Nasran. Quran says, And they conspired an immense conspiracy and said, Never leave your gods and never leave Wad or Suwa or Ya'ud or Ya'uk and Nasr. It is stated in Hadith, They, for those whom the idols were named, were the names of righteous men among Nuh salam's people. Then, when they died, Shaitan inspired these people to set up images at the places where they used to sit and call them by their names. So they, so they did this. But they were not worshipped until when those who made them had died and the knowledge of the origin of the statues was altered. And then they were worshipped. This is from Bukhari Hadith. So basically, um, the good people, the righteous people, people whom others loved and respected, uh, when they died, statues for them were erected, right? And after the people who made the statues passed away, all knowledge of why the statues were built in the first place was lost. So people started worshipping them. Later generations did not even know why they had been erected. They only knew that parents had prayed to them. That is how idol worshipping developed. Since they had no understanding of Allah, the Almighty, who would punish them for their evil deeds, they became cruel and immoral. These societies believed in Allah's existence and repeatedly referred to Him. However, they regarded Him as too high and too remote to have any interest in human affairs. So they believed in Allah also, just that they couldn't see Him and they didn't know how to uh, like talk to Him or how to worship Him. So they considered Him as a God that was too high and out of reach for them. In order to bring down 
divinity to a familiar level people invented various deities whom they believed to be partners associates or intermediates to allah ascribing to them god like powers and worshiping them instead of him and that is how the practice of shirk begin the values of any society are governed by the beliefs it holds history attests that in earlier pagan societies the values of freedom equality and basic human rights which we take for granted today were lacking or non-existent instead the people were usually governed by the rules of false deities communicated to, through their priests oracles and soothsayers and they were prey to superstitions of all kinds consequently misguidance produced by false beliefs affected every aspect of life fostering unwholesome conditions and destroying the innate connection of people's hearts to their creator when corruptions took its root and people started deviating and worshiping idols instead of allah allah sent nuh alayhi salam as his messenger who called on them to worship none other than allah nuh alayhi salam was the only intellectual not caught in the whirlpool of man's destruction which was caused by polytheism allah in his mercy sent nuh alayhi salam as his messenger to guide the misguided people to call them to repent return to their lord and live according to his revealed guidance quran says and we certainly sent nuh to his people and he remained among them a thousand years minus 50 and the flood seized them while they were wrongdoers ibn abbas radhiyallahu anha says that nuh alayhi salam was appointed as a prophet when he was 480 years old after 120 years of his prophethood he was called to build the ark at 600 years and he lived another 350 years more the quran says indeed we sent nuh to his people saying warn your people before there comes to them a painful punishment this is from chapter 71 which is surah al-nuh verse number 1 when this order came to nuh alayhi salam from his lord he called together the chiefs of his people and addressed them in the words which are reported in the quran He called them to worship Allah alone without associating any partner with him. He asked them not to worship any statue or false deities. He pleaded to them to believe in the oneness of Allah with no god other than him. Nuh alayhi salam said, "O oh my people, worship Allah. You have no deity other than him. Indeed, I fear for you the punishment of a tremendous day." He said, "O oh my people, indeed I am to you a clear warner." Worship Allah, fear him and obey me. Allah will forgive you of your sins and delay you for a specified term. Indeed the time set by Allah when it comes will not be delayed if you only knew. Deeply concerned about the well-being of his people, he added, "Indeed I fear for you the punishment of a tremendous day." The Quran has mentioned in these verses that Nuh alayhi salam called to them to the way of Allah with different means, day and night. in public and in private but in vain the people carried on in their error and deviation worshiping idols they treated nuh alayhi salam and his followers as their enemies and with contempt they said indeed we see you in clear error and mocked nuh alayhi salam nuh alayhi salam was an excellent speaker and a very patient man he answered them o oh my people 
there is not error in me but i am a messenger from the lord of the worlds i convey to you the messages of my lord and advise you and i know from allah what you do not know he was clear in his message a sincere adviser and the most knowledgeable of the people about allah quran says then do you wonder that there has come to you a reminder from your lord through a man from among you that he may warn you and that you may fear allah so you might receive mercy and thus begins allah's call to one of the earliest communities of disbelievers answering their arguments as allah had inspired him nuh alayhisalam continued to admonish and warn trying to make his people realize the falsity the falsity of their objects of worship and that there was no god except allah in prophetic manner he tried to make it clear that he was advising them purely for allah's sake without desiring any gain or advantage for himself indeed i am to you a trustworthy messenger so fear allah and obey me and i do not ask you for it any payment my payment is only from the lord of the worlds he assured them nuh alayhi salam reiterated his message over and over again he promised them on allah's behalf that if they heeded his call and turned back to allah allah would forgive them allah will forgive you of your sins and delay you for a specified term indeed the time set by allah when it comes will not be delayed if you only knew his words were met with only disbelief insults threats and perhaps even physical violence and thus matters continued for a great period of time neither undeterred nor intimidated by their hard, harsh words nuh alayhi salam continued with extraordinary patience to preach and warn yet the reaction of his people especially the leaders remained the same relentless relentless arrogance pride anger defiance and mockery towards their prophet himself the quran says but the eminent among those who disbelieved from his people said this is not but a man like yourselves who wishes to take precedence over you and if allah had will to send a messenger he would have sent down angels we have not heard of this among our forefathers he is not but a man possessed with madness so wait concerning him for a time one of the most special attributes of allah's prophets and messengers is that they were completely sincere to their lord worshiping and serving him for his divine sake alone they faced many trials and through their exceptional patience perseverance and steadfastness under all circumstances they continued in their appointed missions with unwavering trust in the wisdom of their lord nuh alayhisalam is especially known for his patience through the tasks and trials assigned to him he continued to appeal to his people with deep sincerity in all gentleness in all gentleness and politeness he says and oh my people i ask not of you for it any wealth my reward is not but from allah and i am not one to drive away those who have believed indeed they will meet their lord but i see that you are a people behaving ignorantly and oh my people who would protect me from allah if i drove them away then will not you be reminded and i do not tell you that i have the depositories of allah or that i know the unseen nor do i tell you that i am an angel nor do i say of those upon whom your eyes look down that allah will never grant them any good allah is most knowing of what is within their souls 
indeed i would then be among the wrongdoers the conflict between nuh alayhi salam and the heads of the people intensified the deniers of allah had shut their hearts and ears dead set against nuh alayhi salam and his message their jealousy of their prophet and desire to retain their power and customary way of life prevented them from admitting the truth even though it may have been absolutely clear to them against their enmity nuh alayhi salam had no defense except unshakable certainty that allah the all knowing is in control of all things patiently he bore all the humiliations taking refuge in his lord's remembrance and calling upon him for help my lord support me because they have denied me he prayed while continuing faithfully in his mission to guide as commanded by allah among the disbelievers were people of his own household one of these was his wife as revealed in the verse allah presents an example of those who disbelieved the wife of nuh and the wife of lut they were under two of our righteous servants but betrayed them so those prophets did not avail them from allah at all and it was said enter the fire with those who enter this is from quran surah 66 verse number 10 the betrayal mentioned in this verse was not due to unfaithfulness according to ibn abbas radiyallahu anha no wife of a prophet was ever unfaithful to her husband but it is reported nuh alayhi salam's wife rejected her husband's prophethood and told the people that he was crazy she also carried news about nuh alayhi salam and his followers movements and plans to the unbelievers the other unbeliever in nuh alayhi salam's family was his own son according to traditions nuh alayhi salam and his wife had four sons the first three sons and their wives were believers as was as was the first son's wife but disobedient and rebellious towards his father the prophet the first son had joined the disbelievers in spite of all these trials and difficulties nuh alayhi salam continued steadfastly to preach ages passed and arguments continued nuh alayhi salam and his message was rejected continually and after such a long period only a few of them believed in him and the non believers challenged him oh no you have disputed us and been frequent in dispute of us so bring us what you threaten us if you should be of the truthful and nuh alayhi salam replied allah will only bring it to you if he wills and you will not cause him failure and my advice will not benefit you this is coming close to 15 minutes now so i will get back to you with part 2 till then